Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, Brendan McCullough and AJ Elkert. How are you guys doing? Uh, I am full of donut holes and Wendy's, so I just feel like a hot piece of shit. Oh god, what a way to start this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, How interesting. I've, I've made those decisions to eat that stuff, but... Oh, I made the decision and- to eat Arby's earlier. Ooh, our listener ooh. made the decision to listen to our fucking show, and now they're just, like, really debating whether they're going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We are the podcast equivalent of Wendy's and Arby's. Yeah, I have Arby's in my system, so I get think that pretty much answers itself. <laughs> I have Wendy's. God, we're terrible uh, Americans. <laughs> we're great yeah. Americans. We're terrible human human beings, which was, makes us great Americans. Yeah, you're right. I, didn't, I said that wrong. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's talk video games, though. Um, I guess, AJ, we haven't heard from you in quite a while. What have you been up to? Um, well, I fell off the wagon, the fallout wagon, that is, not the alcohol wagon, because that's bad. Um, and I started playing Fallout 4 again. I'm mostly impressed by that, because a buddy of mine was playing it again recently, and you, and I was just like, I just got no interest. Like, what, what brought you back? Um... You know, I was talking to someone who has it uh, on PS4, and he was talking about all the... He made a bunch of different characters on it, because it really does have, like, a very robust uh, character creation system. Um, And it just, like, got... Like, usually when I think about character creation, it just, like, makes me want to play a game. Like, I don't know. The idea of, like, creating a character always... That's always, like, my favorite part of games, like, the beginning of games. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I spend hours on that. Yeah, and I tried to make myself, and I got pretty close, so, I, know, I mean, it's fun. I know once we started the D&D podcast, uh, almost better than Dragons, uh, I just started making, like, a bunch of random characters that I knew were never actually going to be used, but in case my character ever dies off, or if I get control of it, there's going to be a lot of dumb characters. A lot oh, of dumb characters. Me, send me some of those, because I'm not clever no, enough. these are going to be it. secret ones. Uh. The, these are going to be the equivalent of, like, green text stories, where once you find the character, you go, God, fuck, damn it! Like, once you figure out who he is, like, it just angers you. Oh, now I'm just determined to kill off Kurok, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners will have to tune into that podcast to figure that shit out, but... Um, yeah. I know the any- DLC for Fallout 4 came out uh, not recently, like, two months ago, maybe? Like, somewhat recently. That was another reason I wanted to get back into it. I'm going to be... Uh, when my paycheck gets my account tomorrow, I'm probably going to be getting the uh, season pass and getting all of the downloadable content. Uh, I still never completed the main story of the game, so I'm going to try to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to like experience Far Harbor and mm-hmm. automatrons or whatever it is, automatons. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those games where once the story's told, it's hard to pretend like you give a shit anymore. Because, like, all the emotional investment you have is gone now. So it's kind of like, you know, at the very beginning of your game, your spouse gets killed off. So it's like, oh, no, they're like, dead. I have to get revenge. Like, you just don't care. And you want to do everything else besides the main story. The You know, the beginning of the game is very good. But I do have, like, some pretty big qualms with it. Uh, the main part being that they don't introduce you to your spouse, like, very well. Like... They kind of, it's like within the first hour of the game, they kill off this other character. It's supposed to be like, and you're talking about marriage. So like the other half of your character's like whole, like someone that they're supposed to like share their life with and they introduce them in for like 45 minutes and then they kill them. So you don't really get like quote unquote bonding time with your spouse, which is something I think that they should probably do to make that like, like they should have done that to make the like effect of having that person killed like really hit the gamer but yeah more dramatic yeah yeah as far as i know this is just my roommate who's hogging their way in front of my mirror like while i'm trying to customize my face so it's like when they get killed off it's like eh it's like yeah now rent's gonna be a little more expensive but you know fucking whatever even the kid (laughs) and stuff like having the kid the kid didn't need to be a baby like yeah you could have it could have like had you like the beginning could have been like the year or like two years leading up to when the bombs fell. So like 
you come home from the war and then you're like your wife has a baby and you you are watching this baby grow like they show you like the child's first steps and they give you all these like that's what made Fallout 3 so great because you saw little bits of uh your character's childhood mm-hmm. before everything happens yeah like every major moment of their life growing up like and that's what they should have done with this with Sean they should have had like his first salt, like if feeding him for the first time with like a spoon or like, uh, the, like the first steps or like learning the crawl, things like that. Like right. Learning how to ride a bicycle stuff. Like the kid didn't need to be like non talking. He could have been like five or six when the, like they get taken. Yeah. And I think that's need to be a baby. I think that contributes to the lackluster emotional appeal of the story, where it's like, ah, this shit's happening. Anyway, do I really need to save this character that I met for 45 minutes in the beginning of the game, and who I played with once? Meanwhile, I'm, like, running around the background, burning down all the murloc, like, tunnels and stuff, having a fucking great time. So, yeah. Murloc? My, he means Myrloc. Myrloc? Whatever. It's one of those words I see all the time, I don't even read. So, when I say it out loud, I'm just like, is, is that right? That's not right. They're basically yeah, the Fallout the, equivalent of... Of Murlocs. Murlocs? Murlocs are a bunch of stuff. They're the uh, mutants that live in the sewers in X-Men. And they're also the little, uh, like, frog people from World of Warcraft. And aren't they the... wizard. Murloc, right? What's he from? Merlin. That's Merlin. Oh, God. I'm so... What am... I got that totally wrong. Guys, I think (laughs) Wendy's... I think fast food is killing us. No, no, this is true. Murloc the Magician is from a sorcerer from DuckTales the movie. I knew it. It's the <laughs> the Lost Lamp. My apologies, I, Doug. We should have all known DuckTales the movie. It's I've, so obvious. I've it's actually just, seen that probably within the last five years because of how really? like, nostalgic it is. I'm like, I love that shit. <laughs> but no, Murloc, he's the main evil guy who like can transform with that amulet and shit. Oh my god. Classic movie, DuckTales the movie, <laughs> Treasures of the Lost Lamp. Go check that out, listener. Classic. It's in the vault. Murloc. Anyway. Murloc. <laughs> right. Uh, so is that all you've been playing, AJ? Um, yeah, that, uh, Gears of War 3, obviously, because the beta happened, which I don't know if you guys talked about it or not. No, actually. No. It, um, the Gears 4 beta dropped in April, uh, for like the last two weeks of April. And I got a chance to play it, and it was really good. It didn't look like anything. It looked like garbage, but like it played really well, and that was the most important part because all of the all of that minutia and all the bullshit they'll do, like polishing, is that that's whatever. The game handled like like if you tr- like right now, if you tried to play, you can play Gears of War three on Xbox One. If you try to play it, it doesn't run right because it wasn't made for xbox one it's just ported basically so like getting close to people online gets like glitchy and shit and it's like it's harder to play the game you have to like mess with your sensitivity and stuff because the controllers are different um but gears 4 was basically like they took it was like they took the gears 3 multiplayer and updated it and just really made it work for Xbox one. There wasn't the glitchy, like there was no lag going on when you got close to people, they retooled a bunch of the weapons, added in new weapons. So, I mean, like there's this, this crazy fucking, uh, this drill gun that it's called a, I think it's called a drop shot. And it fires like a drill that you like hold down the trigger and it stays airborne until you let go of the trigger. And then it drops into the ground and explodes. Shit. It's huh. awesome. I w- my friend killed someone across the map because he had like a line of sight. He shot it across the map and killed someone across the map with it. That, it was uh, uh it was awesome. That is sick. Yeah, they they fixed a lot of the a lot of the stuff. They changed the hammer burst around so now it's like burst fire again like it was in the original Gears of War games. Basically just like trying to make make it so that judgment never existed cuz judgment's a blight upon humanity. Hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Judgment, but that that was the one that came out after Gears 3 came out. Oh, no. yeah. I remember people complaining about it. I've played the first Gears of War, and that's it. Yeah. How do you know of this one? Okay. Yeah, Judgment was trash. There's, like, maybe, like, 
250 people that play it online while Gears 3 still maintains like a solid five to 6,000 people that play Team Deathmatch like on a daily basis. Yeah, the only people I've heard who talk about Judgment who are like, yeah, it's not that bad. I actually kind of enjoyed it were people who were involved with it. So I don't think they'd really. Yeah, people can fly got like, they got fucking roasted after that game came out. Yeah. That was the company that produced it. And now they sort of, what they did was they brought the, they took the game out of the hands of people who can fly and they, uh, one of the original creators of the Gears of War franchise who worked with Epic, they, Microsoft hired him in to start his own like in-house company called the Coalition. And they're literally just dedicated to making Gears games. It's just a whole like division of Microsoft like gaming that's just making Gears of War games. Jeez. Yeah, they're, they are going like f- full house on this shit. Like they're going in deep. Oh, who's the Kimmy Gibbler of it? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know any of the. I don't know any God of the developers, but they're going in. I, I don't know why. Every time it's that you it's always a, yeah. Somehow it's always me and AJ, and yes. Full House is always brought up somehow. That's what I was going to say. You're absolutely right. I don't know uh, why. <laughs> well, let's hear from you, Bren. What have you been up to, game wise? Uh, remember how I said I was going to get my shit sorted out and not play as many games? Remember how I'm the biggest hypocrite, and I said a this complete last lie. Time, so, yeah, <laughs> just, absolutely. Um, I'm just at level 50 in Overwatch today. Uh, and the game hasn't been out that long. So, uh, I fucking, it's so addicting. It's so fucking addicting. Like, tell I me stopped, about the gameplay. Like, what's it's great? They're actually, I think, nerfing some stuff this week because they're talking about how the hitboxes for certain characters, or rather, the hitbox when you're playing a certain character, are too big. For instance, Hanzo is a sniper who uses a bow and arrow. And it, when he gets a headshot, it's very generous. It's not an accurate headshot. So sometimes it'll be too big and people are just getting picked off left and right when in reality the shots would have missed. But it's kind of to balance them out though, because when everyone has submachine guns and rocket launchers and, you know, robot suits and you're some dude with a bow and arrow, you kind of got to balance it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think McCree's getting a big nerf because. He is a cowboy whose abilities are to roll, throw a stun grenade, and he has a revolver, and his alternate fire is to unload the entire revolver, where he just fans the handle. And his the go-to technique for him is to roll in, stun a big tank, and then fan the gun into the tank's head to get all headshots and kill him instantly, like, with still, like, an extra 100 damage laying around. And they're nerfing him big, because he's just killing, he can kill everybody at full health with that move so i think they're nerfing them where if you do that to a smaller character like tracer or junk rat they'll still kill them but the tanks will be able to survive if they have full health against that attack so that way it's not so unfair because uh uh widowmaker hanzo and mccree every map i've ever played every game i've ever played somebody is one of them and refuses to switch off of them People who play snipers refuse to switch out of snipers, even if you have five snipers on offense. It's dumb. If you're playing Overwatch, swap your characters. That's the point of the game. Like, don't just hog one character the whole time. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing about it is character people who just refuse to switch are like, oh, no, but I'm really good with Widowmaker. It's like, yeah, but we already have four of them. Get off. Ah. Uh. That's my biggest complaint. So, like, what type of game is it? Like, I haven't seen any gameplay of it. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I haven't. Like, I I don't know how I haven't. It's I just haven't, like, been able to see any. God, it's everywhere. So, Overwatch is an arena team objective-based first-person shooter. So, I was playing with Mark not too long ago, and he was asking me, he's like, oh, where's the kill-to-death ratio? It's hard to find. I'm like, it's, you know, you really got to struggle to find it, because it's that... It's how very little importance it is in the game. It doesn't matter how many people you kill in one life. So the point of the game is to do whatever objective you're playing that map for. So the modes are King of the Hill, where you have one point and everyone fights for it. You got Capture the Point, where there's two points. One team captures them, one po- team defends them. Pretty similar to King of the Hill. And then Escort Mission, where you're escorting a cart, like in TF2. Yeah. Say so I was thinking of uh, Team Fortress when you started talking about like different characters and stuff. It's that's probably the uh, most similar game you can compare it to, and it's very unique in different ways. It's not 
like pay to win like team fortress became at the end where people could just buy different weapons and be fucking godly uh it's great and but that's probably the closest comparison even though some people get pissed at me just for even mentioning them in the same sentence um i was my biggest complaint though like i said is the community because once it went uh you know everyone could buy it a lot of fucking toxic people showed up that weren't in the beta and they're just real salty little kids and they gotta get over it because this is not about kills like it doesn't matter if you're a sniper you can't no scope as a sniper so stop trying buddy uh, the game's amazing though like i caved instantly bought it i like i said i'm level 50 my buddy's like level like 58 i've already played against uh, like a level 120 is there no so, max level there's no max level and the levels are solely for cosmetics every time you hit a level you get a loot box which has four items in it and it can be it's completely randomized so it can be like sprays voice lines poses or new skins and it's randomized of what you get and how rare you get in them. So with skins, you have like a common skin, a rare skin, and then a legendary skin. And then uh, if you get duplicates, or sometimes in the boxes, you can get money. And then after you get so much money, you can actually buy like the different skins or sprays. Or you can pay to get more boxes, but you can't pay to get money to buy stuff in the game. So it's not necessarily pay to win. because And all the stuff's cosmetic, so it doesn't matter. You're not going to you know, buy a new gun as yeah. a maker. So okay. it's great. But they're still still fine-tuning some stuff and still bouncing out some stuff. Like, Diva plays in a mech, so her head isn't on top of her body like everyone else. Her She's actually a smaller character inside of a mech whose face is in the dead center of their body, so it's a lot easier to get headshots because you don't have to hit her face. You just have to hit any of the glass in the center of her body that counts as the head for the mech. So it's really easy to, like, tear through her armor and health even though she's a tank you just burn through it really fast so i think they're gonna narrow down the hitboxes and nerf mccree a little bit with the next update interesting yeah i'm still holding out on that one i really i'm on edge like i want to cave but i'm trying i know not I to. it sounds fantastic sold it very well oh well, yeah sp- wait until wait wait until you actually see footage of it you're gonna be like i'm buying this instantly <laughs> people have been s- describing it <laughs> My favorite description is, it's Team Fortress 2 with waifus. Because everyone's got a waifu in that game. Oh, and yeah. even if and you say also, you don't, you do. Yeah, I, I, I noticed already that there's like a lot of fan art happening. We mentioned on, on the a previous episode how much uh, Overwatch porn there is already. So it's actually much. unbelievable. So much. Um, but I will say, uh, for you, Doug, because you played it on console, they're saying it's a lot harder on console because the controls don't move as quickly with the mouse. Uh, so, that makes sense. So for Farah, who has a jetpack, she can jump straight up, and Winston as well can jump straight up. And they're saying it's actually harder with the controller to look all the way up and like shoot them when they're in the sky, versus with a mouse, which is super easy. Or if you're Bastion, you can't spin around as quickly with a controller as you can with a mouse. So it people have unanimously agree that's like a fact that it's harder on console because the controls aren't as smooth. Well, the funny thing is, even if I got it for Steam, I'd be plugging in a controller anyway, so I'm, a, I'm like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, not on, it's a Blizzard, so it's on the Battle.net, not Steam. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you'd have to make a Battle.net ID. And anyone who's thinking about getting it for PC, go to the Blizzard's website itself, and you can get it for $40 as opposed to 60 everywhere else. So gotcha. make sure to do that. All right. Um, well, there's one game that I've been playing, and it's nothing new. I remember on a previous episode, I started talking about a game, and you're like, I talked about this recently, or like 30 oh, yeah. episodes ago. But you, I think it was you or Mark, someone brought this game up, so I'm not going to like talk about it too much. But I just started playing Gone Home, and the reason being is because it was free this month on PSN or PS Plus or whatever it is. And it was uh, the other game that was free was like NBA 2K16, which I didn't get, but I might. I'm not sure. I'm not really. It's huge. honestly, it's worth it to get most of the uh, free games just because you never know, like when you're going to get bored and you're going to want to just like fuck around. That's what I'm saying. And th- honestly, basketball, it might be entertaining for me. So I'm, I'm going to consider it. But no, that's exactly why I got gone home. And also because I knew someone mentioned it on the podcast. And I only played for like about an hour and I explored like the west wing of the first floor of this house. And initial thoughts are like, what the fuck is going on here? This is so strange. I'm like finding everything and like reading all these documents and, uh, 
it's just really strange. It, it seems like this guy's a writer and he's just going crazy and starting to like lose his mind. He wrote a book about, uh, JF, like, uh, the assassination of JFK and like, he's a real conspiracy theorist and it's just really interesting shit. Uh, I'm having a good time playing it, but I'm eager to see what it's all about and, uh, how it pans out. But one of the cool things was you found a cassette and you could plop that in the, cassette player and it was like some like legit punk and i was like actually grooving out to it i was like hell yeah it wasn't just whatever like was the most one-hit wonder of that time no it was some like just groovy like it even said on the cassette girl scout and role model on either side and i was like oh like i guess these bands like i don't know there's a band that i love called girl scouts i was like oh that'd be great as fuck if i popped this in and heard them but no it was uh uh, th- it was a song called Role Model. It, I'm not sure if that was the name of the band too or not, but it was really just a generic uh, punk, but it was just nice to hear mm-hmm. something like that in a game. Yeah, that must have been Mark, because I, I know of the game, but I never played it. Okay, so yeah, I knew someone brought it up. Well, and that's an- another thing. Uh, it's like got this like super like creepy vibe. Like You go home, uh, t- uh, you-, you call your parents and leave a message like being like, oh, I'm going to get a ride from the airport you don't need to pick me up and then you get to your house and there's n- nobody there except the note on the door and it's from your sister being like don't tell mom and dad about uh, what anything you find or anything and you have to like explore the house and figure out what the what's going on and it's actually like storming and it's just like the electric the electricity in the house is like wired weird so like sometimes the lights will just like randomly go out and shit so it's like it, i'm i'm eager to see uh where it goes but and every I, the trailer i saw for it like everywhere gave it like 10 out of 10 like 5 out of 5 like crazy reviews so i'm i'll let the listener know what i think about it probably on twitter or something when i finish it oh nice oh god sorry i was just thinking like i know people the comparison's dumb and i even hate doing it but you know battleborn and overwatch how everyone's making those comparisons yeah um but they've gotten the numbers out of how many people they've banned from Overwatch for cheating, like people who are downloading like aimbots and stuff and hacking the game. And Holy there's shit. more there's more people that were banned from Overwatch within the first week than that are playing Battleborn total. That like, is have you a, have you played Oh my god. I haven't played it, but I've watched a lot of streams of it and I've set up before like I think it has more to offer, but it's not as well polished as Overwatch and it's a shame like if that game came out any other time of the year any other time i think it'd be doing better but because it came out with overwatch and blizzard set its sights on it i think they kind of killed the game like i checked uh like two weeks ago i checked uh steam stats and it was like number 82 out of 100 most played games on steam it was battleborn and it was lower than borderlands 2 which was their previous game and then i checked like last week it wasn't even the top 100 anymore Man. And I know ga- I know there's plenty of games that have like dedicated diehard communities and still play, even though the servers aren't massive. But for a game that just came out, that's really not a good sign. Yeah. As a op- as opposed to like Gears of War two, whose like online community might still have like five hundred people in it, but you know, that game came out years ago. So that's fine for them. But this game came out like a month ago and is already just being shit all over. Yeah, and here, well, here's the thing. It's uh, and it's just based on reviews that I'm looking at right now. It's a good game. Yeah, like there's it's some got a stuff seven polish. It's got a seven point one on IGN, and a, uh, its Metacritic is a, critic is a seventy percent. It's a solid B. Like it, there's some stuff like some of the characters were a little too strong, and they could have nerfed a few, and they did. And they're still releasing a few characters still. But it's just, it's so unfortunate that it can't, like, it came out around the same time and Blizzard set its sights on it and just fucking murdered it. And everyone's comparing the two, which really doesn't Are help. they, like, similar games? Not at all. The, like, they're similar in the fact that you can, you play amongst, you pick a large assortment of different heroes to play as. The same way Lawbreaker is the same to Overwatch and the same way TF2 is the same to Overwatch. Like, the fact that there's just a big cast of individual heroes you can play as that all have their own unique personalities and stories. Like, that's really it. And it's a first-person shooter, but then that's the same with literally every game that's ever been made. Yeah, and you can say that, like, like the past COD is, uh, you pick as a, you pick different characters to play as, and it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, so it's, it's just, they're very unique 
individualized characters that you can play as. Like the, the class, like in TF2, all the classes look similar because they're all in the same team. Whereas both Overwatch and Battleborn, they're all very unique. They don't look anything like each other. And like, that's really the only similar comparison I can make. And, for, but for some reason, aesthetically, people think it looks very similar. So they're comparing the two a lot. And it's, even if it wasn't the companies doing it, it's the general public's consensus of this that's really hurting Battleborn the most. So it's it's a shame because I still stand by saying that it offers more gameplay, but you know, it's it's just not doing well. And I mean, I haven't bought it, but then again, I I bought uh, Overwatch, but I'm not I haven't bought any other games since like January. So like I'm just not buying games now. But it it's sad and it's unfortunate. We'll see, see what happens. I'll keep an eye on well, it. Yeah, I, I hope it's. Sur- I hope it survives. Like I hope it continues because I do hope to buy it one day. I think, like anything else, if it manages to get through this initial push, the like the beginning phases, mm-hmm. it'll res- it'll be a little bit of a resurgence. But it probably won't do as well as it could have done if it would have come out in like I don't know November or like holiday season. Yeah, yeah, because it was re- it was released when Battleborn's beta went went public, and then when over or when Overwatch's beta went public. And then when Overwatch came out for retail, Battleborn did like a forty percent sale, like on Steam at least. So it was like thirty bucks or something. And the fact that it did a huge sale so quickly after being released and still not doing that well, it's it's not good. But yeah, like you said, I I hope it survives somehow. I hope it continues because I do hope to play it one day. And I think eventually Overwatch will sort of taper off. Uh, like FPSs generally like lose their appeal after a while, even though there's like a lot of stuff going on. It sounds like in Overwatch, mm-hmm. there's some people going on Twitter like uh, Bastion, who's a robot that can transform into a stationary like Gatling gun turret. They're like Bastion's the most broken character. I fucking hate Overwatch. I'm never playing this game again. It's like if you're that pissy about Bastion and you're quitting Overwatch, fine. We don't want you in Overwatch. Get gone. You suck. Because Bastion's really easy to counter. Yeah, there's millions of players. Yeah, it's like I said, the worst thing about Overwatch is the community so far, but God, there's, like we said, so much porn. They have a league. They have a league issue, basically. Yeah. It's, it's, Mm. I think it's just the people like from League and from all the communities. Like everyone that makes it toxic is just playing this game because it's popular right now. So yeah. All of the uber competitive people. Yeah. So once it dies down, you know, it'll fade out and we'll beat through them a bit. Anyway, we've talked about Overwatch enough. Yeah, let's do do like a 180. I just put a link in chat. So this game, it's not like super recent, but it's like this year it came out. um, And I think it's recently available on PS4, but it's called Soul Axiom. And it's a one-player game that looks just like a really unique experience where I'm trying to think if I could think of anything to compare it to, but it's from the studio that did Master Reboot, and I'm not honestly familiar with that, but it's a first-person story-driven adventure puzzle game uh, in a haunting cyber world called Elysia. Um, and you basically have like these powers that you use with your hands, and you have to, like I don't know, progress through this like very beautiful world. Like it's uh, Graphics-wise, it's um, very it's dun- just... It's dungeon-crawling Tron. Yeah, Tron like, uh, but very, very detailed and just impressive. Yeah. Like, I think impressive is the best adjective I can come up with because uh, I am just intrigued. So, uh, it looks like a fun thing to dive into if that's your bag of chips, listener. Yeah, there's a few moments where you actually see people in it and they kind of look like uh, Telltale characters from like the Walking Dead games and stuff. So, it, I mean, it looks great. I've heard literally nothing about it though. So, color wise, it looks good. And, uh, well, according to the a few reviews that people have put on Steam, it's pretty positive. So I'm going to check that one out, most likely. And then another one that's got my eye, and I have no information on this. I should, probably should do some research, but I'm just a lazy <laughs> bastard. Uh, but I'll at least put this link in our show notes for this episode. But it's a game called Agony, and it looks fucking ridiculous i mean obviously there's no gameplay it's just like a e3 kind of like trailer to just be like look at us using unreal engine it's like we get it <laughs> but it's like <laughs> but um it's still it, it looks fucking insane it actually looks like you're like you're in a nightmare or something and it's like take the genre of horror and they're like let's do that 
as horrendous as possible. Like, what would it be like if you actually did just like go to hell right now? And they have accomplished that, and it looks really impressive. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm co- totally convinced that this is going to be the most shit your pants experience available. Uh, for gaming like in the trailer alone like you find yourself like up amongst the clouds and like all these like fucking meteors and shit are falling around you and like you just like are like you then just like it drag through like the dip like the dark depths of hell and shit it's just absolutely insane it looks really ridiculous so definitely if you have like two minutes check out this trailer and you're gonna want to know more about this game that i have zero information on I mean, like you said, it looks good, but it's, you know, like E3 and all their trailers, it's like, look at our beautiful cinematics. It's like, well, the Mona Lisa's beautiful too, but it's also a really shitty game. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe they shouldn't even make a game out of this. Just make a fucking full-blown movie and call it like, I don't know, what's that story where the guy, uh... Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno, exactly. They did make a game out of that, and it's a God of War clone, like I know. to the letter. I, 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 that's what I mean. I don't want them to make a game. They make it like a movie of this quality using Unreal Engine. That'd be like holy fuck. Like, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I like you said, no idea because they don't show any gameplay. So it's like this could literally be anything. Like, d- stop showing me cinematic. Show me gameplay. No one cares. Yeah, I have no idea yeah, what's happening no, right you. now. I'm watching it. It's like, yeah. It, falling from the sky being on fire and shit all i have to say is it looked fucking impressive that's all that's another one that had my eye but yeah there is no information as far as like is it third person first person what kind of anything nothing yeah it's like doom meets silent hill it's like cool it's it's you know you made a very visually appealing video yeah show me what the game is yeah i was gonna say i hope the game meets (laughs) matches that um but yeah, those were the two that at least were on my radar, and they looked interesting. Oh, and then you posted in uh, show topics about Chronicle RuneScape Legends. What the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually meant to talk about this on the last podcast, and we didn't get around to it. Uh, did I mention it? I thought I mentioned it no, at the end. Yeah, I don't think you did, actually. It's a card game uh, based on RuneScape. And before anyone you know questions it, it looks nothing like RuneScape. It looks beautiful, actually. Like a very stylized... Uh, I'm not even sure what to compare it to. Borderlands, maybe? The graphics and stuff look like almost Borderlands level. Like, it's not RuneScape, what everyone thinks of that. Um, but it's a card game, and it's, like, you're timed between your turns. So, like, if something happens, like, say you find treasure, and then you have to do it before your opponent does it or something. It, you only get five cards. Like, so you have to plan ahead. It's very interesting. I don't really know anything about it besides it looks pretty cool. Like it looks like a cool card game. Nothing like Hearthstone, like gameplay wise. Okay. So it's not it's not just one of the Hearthstone clones that are floating out there. Like it looks very unique, and I yeah. have no idea. And it, I believe it's free, so I might actually try this out. It is free to play. Holy fuck! Yeah, it looks really good. So if you're a card game guy or girl or whatever you identify as, maybe a toaster. <laughs> uh Check this runes, uh, Chronicle RuneScape Legends. Yeah, it looks like it's multiplayer too. Interesting. I feel like RuneScape, which is like hoarding all their money, is like, hey guys, we got so much money now because everyone's playing it. Why don't we update the graphics? They're like, no, 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 no. We'll just, we'll just hold off on that. We'll blow we'll blow our load at a big launch for some crazy game. We won't update RuneScape at all, though. Jesus. But- all right. <laughs> And then uh, the last thing that I have uh, is that picture you posted um, of these potential next-gen Pokemon evolutions. Possible evolutions. I'm not sure. I don't even remember where I found this. I was just going to say, where the fuck do you find this kind of (laughs) shit? Like, that is some, like, like, I don't even know, exclusive-ass shit if you've actually found this. Uh, But it it looks amazing. Uh, If these are legitimately what their evolutions are going to be... I am going to go ahead and say I'm impressed with all of them. I like it. Yeah, I forget where I found them, but it's a picture from what looks like a Japanese magazine. It definitely looks like it's, it looks real. It looks like the real deal. Pretty legit. Well, yeah. are they just two-step evolutions or would there be a three-step? Like, that's the real There'd question. be a third stage. There's definitely this a- is generally how it happens most most launches, they'll release one stage at a time. Yeah, this is definitely the second stage of the three-tier evolution. Because they're starters, they gotta have the final form. Um, but for what it looks like, you got Rollet, the flying grass owl starter, and he evolves, and he gets his bow tie becomes like a three piece like bow tie sort of thing. And he's got these weird like yellow orbs around his neck, uh, and then he's got these crazy like antlers. So yeah, if eyebrow antlers. If his final form is just like this crazy antlered owl monstrosity, I'm all for that. That's gonna be dope as shit. 
They're probably seeds, those circles around his neck. Yeah, it might bloom into flowers in the final form or something. Um, and then Litten, the fire, dark, uh, starter Pokemon that's just like a fire cat with Robotnik's mustache. Yeah. Um, it evolves into a bigger cat and then it's like cross on his forehead turns into like a bigger cross. Really not much change. Yeah, it literally one. is just going to say that one just becomes a bigger cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, like, there's, like, minute changes. It it basically goes from being a kitten into, like, a, a what was, like, a yearling? Yeah. And a it, yearling. So, cat. it doesn't have slits for eyes. It has, like, actual, like, uh... Pupils. Pupils and shit, yeah. Iris and all that. And then, uh, Poplio is the water, and apparently it's gonna be, at least this form, is water fighting, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, uh, it and Litten both gained second types when they moved on. Yeah. Uh, and then Rowlet had it from the beginning. Um, Pablio's the clown seal that a lot of people are shitting on, a lot of people are defending. He's, he's gonna be awesome. He seems to be the most controversial, but he seems to turn into some sort of wizard, or like, as soon, yeah. as, soon as I saw it, I thought it was Doctor Strange. He he's literally got this weird, looks so cool. He's got this, like, cloak with this giant, like, cow, like, around his neck with, like, a clamshell, like, uh, like, button holding it together, and he just looks like a wizard or something. Like, I was not expecting fighting as a secondary class. I just want to see him just do some straight-up kung fu and whip some motherfuckers down. And, like, his his clown nose shrunk, and mm-hmm. his stupid, ugly eyes became normal little beady ones. <laughs> and he, he doesn't... I, well, we can't tell because of the cowl, but he doesn't have his fucking clown frill. So, all around, like, no more clown in phase two. So I love how you were rooting for him at the beginning, and then you're like, his stupid fucking nose is gone his dumb ugly hideous little beady eyes are gone and you're just shitting on the first form because you love the second one so much i do i really do (laughs) they they, honestly i don't know Poplio is ugly in his first one i wonder what the second one's called but his that form is the one that makes me second guess this picture the most like the two other ones kind of make sense like litton's it very clearly just goes on if anything it's too obvious with litton yeah Uh, rowlet's second form it seems pretty dope like that seems on point but probably was like, it looks cool, but it looks nothing like the first one, like you said. So I'm, that one's I'm the most suspicious about. Yeah. Over whether or not this is a legit picture or not. You should look at, if you want, like, yeah, like if you want to, he reminds me of another, the other water starter, the one that, like, the other one that everyone hated. The uh, Otter? Oshawott. Yeah. Oshawott turns into a... Uh, Fucking monster. I love it. I think I saw a yeah, meme he... where Oshawott was like, don't worry, Papadio, you'll they'll like you eventually. <laughs> it's the... Yeah, because Samurott is like a complete monster. He's got like a yeah. freaking sword like attached to his head. I was kinda, He's awesome. I was kind of disappointed that then... Because his second form... Oshawott's like second form is kind of samurai-esque, and the name of the third one is very obviously samurai-based, but it's kind of like a four-legged like sort of beast. It's not like a yeah. samurai otter. I was like, oh, I wanted him to be a samurai really bad. That'd be so he cool. Because the second form, now, like, he that. even has the, sh- he has the shells. Yeah. He has the shells around his waist, kind of like the- Popolio's cloak has. Yeah. And there's nothing in his first form to suggest what he's going to turn into in the second form. Like, they don't look, they don't, they look almost not connected. Yeah, wow, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if you told me this is like, oh, if you give Popolio to hold, like, a fighter stone and then he'll turn into this but if he if you don't he'll turn into something else i'd believe that because he looks so different well so you're saying like pop leo could be like a vault picks or like the one where you change into vaporeon or flameorion eevee or eevee Eevee, that's it whoops i always got them mixed up god i haven't played in a long time (laughs) um there's i i play what the hell's who the hell's vault picks my bad vault pick turns into just fire they're, to be fair, they're both foxes, Eevee and Vulpix. Like, That's what I... They were little cuties. All right. <laughs> um, but since then, like with the newer gen Pokemon, there's a ton of stuff where it's like, oh, if this Pokemon holds this item, it'll turn into this. Or if this Pokemon's happiness level is a certain point, it'll turn into this. If not, it'll turn into that. Like, So that was kind of a revolution with gold and silver where Eevee could turn into Espeon or Umbreon during the day or night. But now like almost every other Pokemon has some sort of condition where they can turn into one thing or another. Eevee literally has, besides the original three evolutions from the original, all of its other evolutions are stipulation evolutions. Yeah. So you need to be high enough friendship and of like go up a level at night to turn into Umbreon, the day to turn into Espeon, and then there's 
Sylveon, which is the the fairy type that they added in to combat dragons. Yeah, I don't know that one. That one's new. Like, I don't know how to get that. That one's affection. You have to get the affection, uh, affection to at least, like, two. Mm-hmm. Affection and friendship are different. That's weird. You have to get, you have to get the f- affection to, like, two, and it has to know a fairy move <laughs> when it levels up, and then it evolves into Sylveon. And then there's Glaceon, which is the ice one, uh-huh. and you need to be in a certain place on the world map. I think you have to be, like, near an ice stone, like this giant yeah. ice rock. Yeah, there's a rock in a, it's, I have, uh, I have Alpha Sapphire, so, uh, it's like this, called Shoal Cave, and it's, like, in the corner of the map, and, uh, you can only get to the rock at, like, a certain tide. Yeah. And, uh. What the hell? And, the, and then Leafeon, which is the, leaf, obviously the grass one. Uh, same thing. You have leaf. There's a forest in the beginning yeah. of the game that has a moss rock that you have to be in the forest and level up to for it to evolve into Leafeon. Eevee might as well be a D and D character. He's so fucking complicated now. He's got so many different different uh, evolutions. He's got one of every every type, uh, except for poison and dragon and ghost and, and bug. Psychic. There's a few. Well, Espeon psychic. Psychic. He has psychic. It's bug dragon. There's bug, some dragon fighting and and. Uh, there's so much fan art at flying of like speculating what the other forms would look like. It's awesome. It's bug, dragon, flying, ghost, and poison are the ones that he does not have. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, so I'm sure we'll see two more come flying in. So yeah, with sun and moon. I'm so mad. Espeon sucks. Like he's cl- like by like leaps and bounds my favorite EV evolution. And like is is probably the worst like fighting wise. Like I oh, uh, look so cool. He's not. Uh, you, it depends how you super train him, because like me and my friends get in the battles all the time. We do double battles, but with four people, so two on two. I beat and I don't super train. Fun. I beat the league champion. I'm done. Like I don't go into the EV stats and all that shit. It's like it's not too bad, but it definitely helps because we only fight at level fifty. So oh uh, yeah. So like we just have it auto adjusted, so everyone's at level fifty. So like what moves you know and like. Where your stats are going to be at level 50 is, like, super important. Mm-hmm. So, because we have, like, uh, you start getting deep into it, and there's, like, abilities and shit, and, like, moves that, like, switch up the speed of all the Pokemon on the playing field and shit like that. Like, make it so, like, the slowest Pokemon goes first. It's weird. Yeah. While we're on the topic of Pokemon, I happen to just, while we were recording, I stumbled across this list of... Japan's most handsome Pokemon. Oh, Jesus. And I just gotta ask, Japan, what the fuck? Like, Break that one off for me. How many are there? <laughs> I mean, the list, I think there's like 100, but this list only shows the top 20. But like, Mewtwo, Lugia, Charizard, Lucario, Snowcoon, uh, Scyther, Ninetales. I'm just imagining Arthur. all of these Pokemon like as like models and like just business yeah. suits. Like, what <laughs> what what do they mean They're by so handsome. handsome? Oh gosh, like Mewtwo. It's like all right, that's somewhat humanoid, and then like Lugia. It's like all right, that's just a dragon. Like, yeah, Charizard. What are we? What are we? Yeah, then Charizard's next. It's like what are we talking about here, in Japan? Like, was Lugia actually classified as a dragon? I mean, it looks like a dragon. I don't know if it's a dragon class. But, um. Anyway, well, do you guys want right. to play a conversation game quick before we end things? Uh, sure. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a few quick things I just saw real quick. I figured maybe our fans might be interested. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which we've been bitching about, has come out. Apparently, its reviews are pretty meh. It's doing all right, like a you know seven out of ten or so for most places, and it's just making people question if the reboot was necessary, if they could have if would have done better with the sequel all sort of stuff yeah uh, since none of us have played it uh, it's all speculation so uh but it's out so if anyone is interested after hearing us talk about it for like four episodes or whatever oh actually like 70 episodes because we talked about it in like episode 30 something with the press continue so <laughs> oh, way back yeah uh, wait really yeah. yeah well it's not like we talked about every single episode but you never know <laughs> and then uh <laughs> apparently Lego Dimensions, which is like the Lego video game franchise, like series are doing that started with like Marvel heroes and DC heroes and now it's just turned into everything. Uh, our favorite Blue Hedgehog, Sanix, joining. Oh, so Sonic God. can just worm its way into something else and just fill it with this perverted, pointy blue spikes. I don't know. Sonic's weird. 
It's just getting in everywhere, though. Um, I just saw that last minute. It's not too important. Uh, Batman the Killing Joke is one I really wanted to hit on. I'm so ready to see that. I'm going to see it when it comes out. Yeah, it's the the amazing uh, graphic novel by Alan Moore about Batman. And it's the story of where Batgirl gets paralyzed. And it's anyone who's a Batman fan, like, you gotta read it. It's being made into an animated movie with an R rating. They're bringing back Kevin Conroy for Batman, bringing back the Mark Hamill for the Joker. Uh, we've talked about this before. But it's going to get a limited theatrical release, which I am stoked for. I am absolutely going. Do we, do we go, do we go together? Uh, if it's close by, it's like through Fandango, but they haven't announced what theaters it is yet. But it's limited theaters. There's probably one in Jersey there's, that they'll do. There's like two or three around here that usually get the limited release, like the Ritz in Philly. Um, so, like Naruto, the ones that got Naruto. I think they got the Beast and the Boy. Uh, yeah, so, I got to see that movie yet. That's yeah. So uh, if it's coming around, like look it up. I, it's through Fandango. Um, I think tickets go on sale like June like 17th or so. But then the actual day is going to be like. Yeah, June 17th, the event, the tickets go on sale. And then the actual event's not going to be until like July 25th or so. But like. Do an on location. We'll do an on location. Yeah, we'll do a live. Review. We're going to uh, live podcast, like live, uh, what's it? Do a commentary. Stream. Yeah. yeah. Live commentary of Batman. Oh, I thought we'll you were going to do the bootleg audio of the movie. <laughs> we'll do oh. a riff tracks. <laughs> we'll talk over it. It's going to just be me and AJ just creaming our pants the whole time. Just going, oh God, it's so good. Did um, you see, uh, there, there's two, there, well, at least one of them was on Netflix. The other one I know is definitely still on Netflix. Uh, Under the Red Hood, which is my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've it's watched my favorite them. Batman. I movie. watched them all. It's Jason Ackles. Jason Todd dies. Or no, it's Jensen Ackles from Supernatural as Jason Todd and John DiMaggio as the Joker in that one. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of DC movie animated movie stuff on Netflix. I'd watch them all. Yeah, because that and Son of Batman is good, really, really good. Because mm-hmm. speaking of the animated DC world, which I think are the best, I think everything DC does is kind of hit or miss, mostly miss, but all of their animated stuff is usually amazing. And it is. They do it really well. Speaking of that, Justice League Dark was going to be a movie directed by Guillermo del Toro and have like a huge cast, and it was going to be essentially like. Justice League, but all the magic users, like Dead Man, uh, Zatanna, John Constantine, Hex. Jonah Hex, Jonah Hex, uh, I think Man Thing or Swamp, uh, is that it? Yeah, Man Thing. Uh, so it's gonna be like a bunch of those. The Martian, probably. I'm not. Sh- I forget the whole list, but it was a bunch. Uh, it was originally gonna be done by Guillermo del Toro and a live action, but since Guillermo del Toro left the film. And since Zack Snyder shit all over everything, like DC had a bunch of plans for movies and Batman vs. Superman fucked it all up. It's great. Uh, but the Justice League Dark. It's not great. It's bad it's, for all of us. It's great because Justice League Dark is going to be turned into an animated movie now. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Booster Gold, obviously. Uh, the best Justice League member. Of course. Everyone knows that. Oh, we're uh, really nerding out tonight. I'm not, I'm not Green Lantern. <laughs> Do I look green to you? Oh, Jesus. It's gold. <laughs> And then, uh, Ted, that, that episode of Justice League is like the best episode of Justice League. Uh, him and Blue Beetle, like, best buds. It's the guy who plays Fry from, uh, Futurama. Billy West? I fucking love Billy I, West. I think he does the voice for, uh, Booster Gold. For his, uh, no, Booster Gold's companion. Oh, yeah, he probably does. He's fucking everywhere. Cause he's so good. Anyway, what are we doing a game? What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Let's play I Was the Walrus. Just kidding. Yeah, we didn't feel like playing I Was a Walrus. Second thought, fuck that. We're full of garbage fast food and can't really be creative right now. Oh, god damn Speaking it. of which, I'm probably going to run out and get more All right, well, after this is done. Well, I'm probably going to run out and shit my pants after this is done. Let's <laughs> play a quick game of ten questions instead.
All right. Okay. I have one. Um, actually, let's think here. I don't know how hmm. to categorize it because it's pretty strange. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah, Supergirl coming to CW. By the way, Shh, we don't talk about Supergirl. We don't talk it's about the thing. CW because they're fucking uh, terrible. I still shows. love the Flash. I still love the Flash. Uh, I just gave on. I gave up on it before I got mad at it. Like I could see where I was going, and I'm like, I'm gonna hate it like the Arrow. So I'm just gonna back out now while it's. Still- Did you finish season one? I finished season one, which was good. Season two, I left about halfway through. And I was just like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to dip out now. Arrow, everyone's like freaking out about the Arrow. Like, I haven't gotten a chance to see the new season yet. I would watch so. a few key episodes of season one just to get an idea of the direction they're going. But he's just Batman, but kills everybody, so it's not fun. Season two is awesome, solely because of Deathstroke. He's so cool. Yeah, I saw season two. And then stop watching the Arrow immediately after that. Cause everything season else three was- wasn't terrible, but it's a lot of like just straight up cop and... Is cop in a Batman style, just like the whole show. Taking is, it all, it's not terrible, but it's definitely not good. It's not green. It's not Green Arrow. Season like, four is terrible. Like it gets so much, and that's why you don't pander to a certain like niche group of your audience, like demographic, because they were just panning through the Olicity, which is the Oliver. Uh, o- no, what's her name? Felicity Oliver, Oliver and Felicity. Yeah, yeah, the shippers for that. So much so that those fans went berserk and started making death threats to Stephen Amell. And like sending his wife letters of telling him to get a divorce and just threatening his entire family because he wasn't with Felicity in real life. Like they were psychotic because they were Tumblr users and they usually are. Like it's just another well, bad fan. And the funny thing is that she was dating the guy who played Red Arrow. Oh, really? Yeah, she was uh, Colton Hayes. She was dating him. Like it's, uh, it's just a fan. I'm going to say, I'll say it. He's a much more attractive man than Stephen Amell. Oh. Scandalous. All right. Doug, who's yes. your favorite man crush from Arrow? Oh, God, I never watched the show. Anyway, so... Mine's becomes, Merl- uh Mine's Merlin... I forget his name. John Bowerman. Oh. Mine's Murloc from DuckTales. No. Oh, there you go. It's... <laughs> oh, it's... um. Oh, I, I remember his name. Merlin something Merlin. Something Merlin. It's Tommy's dad. Yeah. It's John Bowerman. Who the fuck doesn't love John Bowerman? He's one of the yeah, best a, human beings on the planet. A, He's a bad guy. He's really he's a really good bad guy too. He was also in Shark Attack Three, Megalodon. It's a fucking awful movie. So bad. Sorry, Doug. Continue. So (laughs) this is the worst game of ten questions we'll probably ever play because I don't know how to actually categorize this, but we're gonna try it anyway. And honestly, we played the music like ten minutes ago after you guys talked about it. I'm leaving that in. Um, Anyway, uh, so the idea is this is something from the '90s that uh, you would. Buy like Full as house. a kid, you'd be excited to buy, and it's a I would say a handheld game, and that's all I can say. Um, and you got you, you have ten questions to kind of identify what I'm thinking of. Is it my dick? <laughs> Is that no. a handheld? Oh, oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a handout. What, handheld. What, handheld. A handheld. Yes. All right. Did it come in Happy Meals or Big Kids Meals? No. All right, I'll, I'll count the questions. Shit. <laughs> so it's like a handheld game from the 90s that we'd want to play as its kids? Yeah, maybe you didn't want to play. Maybe I was just an idiot. Yeah, this is a very specific question to you. Tamagotchi? No. Good guess. Uh, but no, you're, you guys are like thinking along the right lines, I guess. But not. I wouldn't say Tamagotchi is correct at all. Neopet? No. Stop. All right, you, was, you're, <laughs> all right, well, you have seven left. Digigachi? It was like Tamagotchi, but it was Digimon. God <laughs> damn it! Six left. No, you could like, the the, the Sega the Sega Dreamcast uh, save oh, save yeah. card was it with Chow's from Sonic. Oh wow, I do know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called though. They made one of those for the PlayStation One that you could like save stuff from like uh one of the Final Fantasy games and like raise your chocobos on it. Oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Uh, was it a Gigapet? No. These are all the same thing. Like, can we group them in I'm one actually, question? I'm actually looking up like cheap knockoffs of Tamagotchi. No, and that's what I'm saying. Stop going down that road. Just think of other questions to ask. You have five left. Shit. I thought you would have stopped counting a while back. Um, what type of games did they generally house? Well, that's the thing. I can't. It's all got to be yes or no <laughs> questions, but I will say. It housed Game Boy games. It oh. Was, no, it was like. 
how do I want to put it? Almost kind of like Pokemon-ish, but not really. You'll you'll understand when I'm done, when we're done with this. But uh, and this is something you could probably like go to like I don't know a local retail store like Toys R Us, and they'd have these back in the day. I doubt it's still a thing. I mean, most handheld consoles aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, it, it was just a strange trend, and that's why I'm glad to bring it up. It's the DS and PSP and PS Vita in Japan, mostly, because it's not doing well here. But it was, def- was it definitely a video game? Yes, it was an interactive battle game. I, I kind of got a little more information on it. Was this one where the console was only one game, or is it like a Game Boy where you could swap in different games? No, it was only one game. Oh, okay. Oh, so that was a question, but well, I'm not going to count that. Yeah, fuck. I'll just give you guys that. You still have five left. It's still kind of hard to narrow down. Yeah, because I was going to guess Game Gear, but now I have no idea. Neo Geo? Nope. Down to four questions. I'm really interested. I wonder if you're just going to be like, I've never fucking heard of this thing, Doug, and I'm going to be like, God damn it. So Probably not. This seems like it's super specific to you and your <laughs> it childhood. Is. Oh, it really is, and that's why it's random as fuck. It might as well be playing. I'm thinking of a number. Hmm. I have a guess. There was commercials for it and everything, guys. I know you saw this as kids and were like, whoa, that's cool. Interactive There's virtual warriors. A lot of things. No, but that sounds like, <laughs> that a, that shit sounds like a really good guess because it sounds like you're you're like thinking along the right lines, but I've never heard of that actually. Is it the nomad? No, you're down to two guesses. You guys got this one each. Fucking no idea. I'm looking at a list. I don't even know. It's not the virtual boy. I made people go blind. Good times. Good times. Yeah, you just saw red. I don't know, blind, but yeah, you saw like red for a while and it really fucked up your eyes. <laughs> I feel like it made people colorblind. Doug, did you play with the virtual boy as a kid? No, but I am colorblind. <laughs> his mom actually just put it on him while he was sleeping. <laughs> well, Popped his eyes open. How does that blind me while I'm asleep? Anyway. <laughs> Damn it, your logic cut through that bit. <laughs> Thank God. Um, all right, one guess each. Just uh, put a, a a nail in it because I uh, put this to rest. I can't even speak tonight. <laughs> I got fucking no idea. You want to guess, AJ? It was, and now, what? Because oh. I remember it wasn't really handheld. It kind of sat on the floor. Was it the Design Master Senshi? No. Okay, so we have uh, one guest left, and I'm going to give the ultimate hint right here. The main thing about this was that it used barcode technology. Oh, fuck you. I know what those were. I have no idea what the name is, though. You would scan stuff at, like, the supermarket, and it's like, look, here's a random monster. You yes, can train it. You got it, but what's it called? And you almost I don't know. It. It's... Scanners. <laughs> yes, AJ got it. Scanners with a fucking Z. Oh, you guys That's win. a shit toy in a shittier movie. And a K. And a K. Uh, and yeah. a K. It was S-K. Oh, S-K. Oh. With a K, that's just a shitty, like, toy where when you scan barcode labels at the supermarket, it just plays real big fish over and over again. Oh, God. But no, the scanners. <laughs> I remember I had one, and it was just, like, a bunch of... It was a junky thing. I, I can't believe... Yeah, there's 126 <laughs> monsters to collect uh, amongst all the various barcodes and shit, and it was just... I don't know. I, I enjoyed it briefly, but it was basically the advertising for it as kids it's like yo it sucks going with your mom to the grocery store bring a game <laughs> yeah pretty much so well, that's I, pretty much like what they did with qr codes like these days where it's like oh qr codes you can scan it anywhere it's like or you could fucking not move on with your life yeah no one cares about it, qr uh, codes it was basically digimon season three. Oh jesus uh, christ god did you, did you see guys see season no. three <laughs> Bitch, please, did I see season three? I owned it. I got a list. Oh, let me bring it up real quick. I got a list of, I think, 250 of the minute, like, the, like, three-inch high Digimon figures I had. Let me see the exact number. Because I know I talked about it before, but God knows I'll look for any excuse to talk about it again. In the meantime, I love Digimon. Digimon was so, I thought Digimon the show was better than Pokemon the show. Uh, 156 of those, like, six-inch, like, high Digimon miniature figures. And I got a whole list of them because I sold them and then part of me died. Did you get a lot of money? No. It barely covered the shipping. I just needed shit out of my house. Well, you guys won 10 questions, so you can at least celebrate tonight. (laughs) Woo! 
Yeah. <laughs> let's go yeah. celebrate on that toilet. Let's we wrap, are dead inside after wrap, Arby's and Wendy's. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, where can listeners shit food. find you, Bren? They can find me at nowhere. I don't want them to find me. Fuck off. Fair enough. And how about you, AJ? <laughs> they can find me at Forgetful on Twitter. Uh, and I changed my Xbox Live name, so it's now Friar Andrew. That's a little easier to remember. Nice. So, Friar as in, like, the monk. Yeah. Like, the figure. <laughs> I th- I thought it was, like, Fire Andrew. So, like, if you're playing online with your boss, and it's like, oh, Fire Andrew. It's like, that's a good idea. It's like, oh, no. Nice. That's why you can't keep a job. And, listener, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence. Uh, we're on a network, Almost Better Network, so you can check out the other podcasts there. We got Erie Canal Theater, Press Continue Podcasts, uh, One Track Gamers, uh, so... And almost better than dragons, our D and D podcast. Um, and other than that, I Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at eight PM Eastern Standard Time. If you're into Twitch streaming, and is there anything else we want to add before we we go? Uh, play games with me. Come play games with me on Xbox One. Fair enough. Oh yeah, like and I guess play that game. I forget what my PSN name is, but I'll put it in the show notes. But we'll see you guys next week. Digitama the best Digimon. Yeah.